Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello and welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's going good. I'm so happy whenever we can figure out how to make this happen. I know. Me too. I'm very excited about it because it feels like all is right with the world again. (laughs) Balance is restored. (laughs) Balance is restored. (laughs) I always get this little sensation of panic. Like, oh no, oh no, I'm going to have to record by myself. It's fine. I can do this. And then when you're like, I can record. I'm like, yes. Dodged another bullet. (laughs) You've been doing great, though. You've been doing great. So, And yeah, I think ever since we started back up – sorry, I just wanted to share this to Facebook. By the way, if you're not following us on Facebook, Inner Bloom Podcast, this is where we live stream. And then also make sure you join our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. We share a lot of experiences in there and have about, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 1,500 people in there. Um, Pretty exciting. Yeah. But – yeah, we've been able to keep up with it pretty much since uh, we since like a month ago. So hopefully we can keep this back up because I miss you guys and I miss you, Ambie, and I love us having our talks. So I do too. Yay! <sighs> Yay! Um, by the way, guys, we are j- just want to put this out there that we are starting to look at next year and think about retreats. And we're really prioritizing retreats next year because especially since for the last half of this year, we really couldn't go much of anywhere. Um, yeah. We are dying to get back in person again and also mm-hmm. like go on adventures. So uh, if you're interested in retreats, especially for next year, reach out. And also if you guys have specific places you want to go on retreat, let us know in the Facebook group or email us or something. Because we should do a poll in the Facebook group. <gasps> yes. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted okay. I just wanted to use a sound effect. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah. You give a child a toy and that's what's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> hey, the air horn, I'm just I'm just happy it's finally here. <laughs> I think I speak for everyone. We've talked. We talked about it for four We've years. We've talked about it for here. so long, yeah. and now it's here. And who knew it was as easy as a little app on my phone? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So maybe we'll post a poll in the Facebook group. Uh. But in general, we would love to see you guys on retreat, and uh, we're putting it into the we're 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 manifesting it. We're putting it in the yes. ether. So. Um. How are you, Ambie? How am I? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Had a great weekend. Um, rejuvenated. 
restored. How are you doing? It's been such nice weather on the East Coast. Literally today was like the nicest day ever here. It's, yeah. I was I I have been wearing shorts, shorts, yeah. bike shorts, and tank tops, and uh, it has just been and it's also breezy too. It's mm-hmm. been ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. So. I am trying to get outside and soak up all that I can, trying to take my son on as many like stroller walks as I can before I don't want to do it because it's too cold. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, we've we've been really like enjoying the weather here, just trying to get out, spend time with each other, my husband, me and the baby, just because, um, yeah, I, I, I some another mom that I know posted something that was like. Basically, the misperception of parenthood, and it's like, you know, it was speaking something to the effect of, like, partners passing, like, two ships in the night. It's like, you think it's this thing of togetherness, but it's really, like, two ships passing at the night. It's like two shifts on the same job, and it's alternating, so you don't really, like, get to work the same shift together. So, anyway, we're just spending some quality time this weekend, and... uh yeah, I guess just like starting to think about Thanksgiving. You're going to maybe come visit me. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm planning it. I'm working it out right now financially. So I'm excited. Um, I'm yeah, too. super pumped about it. Um, we'll see. The weekend after Thanksgiving is when I would be coming. Yay. I got to talk about like logistics with you and stuff like that. Because I was listening yeah. to this other podcast today. And they were talking about um, other things like with new babies. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if Alexa wants me to do this, this and this before I get there. So I got to ask you. Oh, like what? Like all the stuff about like RSV and stuff? Yeah, like at any vaccines or anything like that. Like you tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it. I don't know what vaccines you can get for RSV. I don't have any vaccines for RSV. Oh, (laughs) okay. I don't think that's a thing. Is that a thing? Well, like if you wanted me to get like a booster with like COVID or anything like that. Oh, or, oh, I, I mean, don't know. You probably should. So I'll just say, yeah, get it. Yeah, get it. <laughs> I even got a flu shot this year and I never I got a flu, get shot, flu shots. Though. But you I always know. get flu shots. I, I always get flu shots. Yeah. 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 I'm um, up to date on all my vaccines except for my booster. So. Yeah, get it. Get it, get it, get it. It's great. A plus. I, I rated A plus. Zero. I, I forgot I got it five minutes later and really? never thought of it again. Yeah. Really? Okay. Cool. Because yeah. the first the first time I got a booster, that was not the situation. I was yeah. like, yep, yeah, I don't feel good. Yeah. All right. I know. All right. Um, so what are we talking about today? So today we were talking about, I don't know why I became half British. Um, today, <laughs> today we were ta- talking about. Today our conversation is. Um, we were going to talk about being lonely because the holidays are coming up and it's that time of the year. It's seasonal depression is in full swing. I mean, the weather is beautiful and I have gotten outside because I get seasonal depression and it's really, really helped so far, but you know, you have the holidays coming up and my mom is back on the West Coast compared to living with me or in closer proximity. And so, you know, it's just a different feeling this year. It's a different vibe. And so we were talking about like loneliness in the holidays because so many listeners have um, 
told me about like how they're feeling around this time of year. So I wanted to talk about it and just shed some light on it and let everybody know that you're not alone. And you had some beautiful words of wisdom to say about it. So. Well, yeah, I think we were talking just about how, uh, like, yes, this time of the year, but also just the general human condition of mm-hmm. not wanting to be alone. And something that I've gone through in my like like in my life is, and I think you've shared that you uh, sympathize with this, is this idea that for some reason we're supposed to be able to be okay on our own, meaning like we're supposed to be able to be tough enough to not need other people. I think that's a thing that we think, you know, Um, the feeling of needing connection and like needing love from other people. I think it feels so scary sometimes because we recognize that, oh, it's another person. I can't control them. I can't necessarily dictate when they're going to be around and when I can get this love or connection. Mm-hmm. So I think at times in my life, I've been like, you know, I should be strong enough to not need this or whatever. And and the growth that I've had in that area is realizing that I do need people. Like I mm-hmm. need love. I am very I am dependent, you know? I am really I'm dependent on you. I'm dependent on my husband. I'm dependent on my mom, my dad, etc. Right. Now, like one of the biggest things in our society, I feel like is people being afraid to be alone. And mm-hmm. that being said, I think that it's okay for us all to acknowledge this. Like, it's okay that we are afraid to be alone. I think that without acknowledging this fear of loneliness or this um, aversion to loneliness, it kind of keeps us stuck in a cycle of, um, I don't know, it's almost like pretending that we're not afraid of it while it being something that very much drives our actions uh, and our decisions. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that we all really don't like, like a lot of us, maybe some people like being alone. Fine. I I know that I've encountered certain people that are like, oh my God, all I want is to just be alone and be away from people. Fine. Yeah. But for the majority of us, we really crave love and we crave attention and we crave each other. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think we need to talk about it more because loneliness is an epidemic, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it really leads to a lot of uh, mental health issues. Don't they say that like actual loneliness is like the equivalent of like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or something? I'm sure that – that I literally have no idea about that. Yeah. I do know that like when senior citizens have their family around and um, they are less depressed because they are less lonely. And I do know that um, when seniors uh, lose their spouse or they lose someone that they love very close to them, like a child, um, they tend to isolate, which creates more depression, which can actually lead to death. So. Yeah, like you can literally die of like a broken heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. And I do know one other thing that <laughs> why I'm throwing a lot of fun facts at you. Um, cuddling 
actually increases your your life. Yeah, because it increases oxytocin, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like the love hormone and the connection. That's the con- also the connection hormone. And so it's yeah. like, yeah, I think what all of this says, if you look into the science, is that we're really wired for connection and it's okay to not want to be alone. Now, that mm-hmm. being said, um, I think that there are other ways not to be alone. You know, like we – I think what I – in my life, I've always really seen be okay. So I was an only child, right? My parents, they always had each other. And I, that was the model of what I saw of being loved. Like you have your partner. That is your one mm-hmm. person. And I always felt like the third wheel. I was always like, who's going to play with me? Who's going to love me? Who's going to laugh at my jokes? Like, you know, so I was always from a very young age after I just wanted anyone's love and approval to be my person, to want to mm-hmm. be my person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, like, I still, if my husband and I didn't work out, uh, I literally, like, I would, I don't know what I would do. Like, I really think I would be in a really, really, really tough spot. That being said, I think that w- what I've been trying to do um, – because like my husband isn't around all the time. My husband actually works a lot of the time. So what I've been trying to do is find ways to just insert a little human connection in my day to day, even if it's just for an hour. Like so I kind of like meet these friends in the building or, you know, someone I haven't seen in a while. Just be like, want to grab a coffee, want to whatever. And it really makes such a difference. It, it really does. Even a phone call, even a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess – that's what I would say in terms of loneliness is, you know, the antidote for loneliness is it's pretty obvious, but connection. And I think yeah. sometimes if we've been feeling alone for a while, it's really hard. It can feel really hard to like reach out and be like, hey, I would like to connect now, you know? Well, I think it feels vulnerable. Like for yeah. me, I know I don't do that to people. Um, I should, should reach out. I have you and Catherine. Those are the two people that I reach out to. And I'm like, hey, I'm feeling lonely. And <laughs> and I reach out for connection and I don't feel stupid or like I'm going to be judged or rejected. Um, Friend-wise, obviously. Like I have other, I have my girlfriend that I don't feel stupid reaching out and saying that. But, or in my mom. But I feel most of the time, friend-wise, I don't reach out for connection because I don't want to bother people. I don't want to burden them. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer in the group. And I think, and I've had a lot of people reach out and say the same thing to me, um, that that's how they're feeling. And I think that if we all feel that way, one, it shows that we all have a lot in common. We're in the same mindset. And two, it means that we need to take the chance and reach out more, you know, take that leap of faith and, and be okay with feeling stupid or be okay with being vulnerable. So, yeah, I was just talking with someone about this, about how I forget who it was. We were having a long talk about this recently, but it's the thing about whenever they, um, 
whenever those articles come out about like, here's how to get people to actually like you or here's how to make friends more easily or whatever, the number one thing that always jumps out at me and it's always on the list is ask them for a small favor. Ask someone for a small favor. It is the most counterintuitive thing because as humans, I think we think, oh, I don't want to bother anyone. I don't want to burden anyone. What you just said, I don't – people have their own stuff going on. They don't need this from me. In reality, we actually like to be needed. Like we really Mm -hmm. like that feeling that we could help someone, especially if it's something that would just take a few minutes or like 10 minutes or 20 minutes or, you know, we would like to know that we could brighten someone's day just with answering the phone. And I think that we really underestimate that. And I think actually people are not even aware of that in themselves a lot of the time. Like maybe they might think, oh, you know, I don't, I don't have time. I am busy. But when they actually stop and do it because they know that they're needed, they realize, wow, that felt really good. That felt really good to be connected and to be significant in someone's life for just a few minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we all really need those reminders. So I try to remind myself of that a lot that like, you know, for example, there, I have a neighbor here who has expressed a lot of interest in my son. She's a grandma herself. You know, she has two grandchildren. And she's just been so, such an amazing neighbor, her and her husband, so supportive of me, so supportive of us, and just we get along great. And anyway, ever since Ever was born, she's, you know, dropped a few things like, yeah, like if I can do anything, you know, or if I can ever like watch him or if we can watch him. And the other day I was like wanted to do something with my husband and – and then he was like, well, why don't you ask her? And I was like, because if if no one watched him, then we couldn't do the thing. Right. And I was like, mm, I don't want to. Like, she already has grandkids. And, like, she's probably doing stuff. And, and then I remembered. I was like, no. Like, yeah, maybe she is busy. It doesn't matter. Like, people like to be needed. She likes – she's – she – like, ask her. Like, ask her because you're opening the door for someone to feel – wanted mm-hmm. and useful and connected and so anyway she she ended up that she couldn't do it that that day but like she's gonna do it later but I when she responded she was excited that I asked her you know yeah so I just think, I, I yeah. think what you're the other thing that you're talking about which is sorry I have oh I have a dog at the door um he can wait <laughs> I just imagine um, him knocking. <laughs> He's like, hey, lady. Um, <laughs> no, I think the other thing that you're talking about, which is a really good point, is that people who have like poor boundaries assume other people have poor boundaries too and assume that you're just saying that to be nice, but you don't really mean it or they're, you're going to bother. And I'm not saying you have poor boundaries, um, but that you, um, you're going to annoy them in some way or they're, they're just being polite and things like that. And the actuality in that situation is that it's your neighbor's responsibility to say, oh no, I'd love to later, but I can't right now. Like she did. Right. And so I think that when we are honest with ourselves and other people about how we're feeling in a situation, I'd love to talk right now, but I can't, or, um, I don't mind listening to this conversation that you're telling me about, or here's my view on it, et cetera. I think that that also builds that connection and that trust that I count on you to tell me when 
this is enough, or I count on you to tell me when you can or can't do this thing. So I think that's the other thing. That's what we were taught. That is exactly what we were talking about in the last episode, right? About those attachment styles and accepting what some, like accepting someone else's responsibility to set their own boundaries and to Mm -hmm. communicate their own feelings and not taking responsibility for everyone's feelings. I think that can also feel really, I think that in itself as well, the needing to take responsibility for everyone else's feelings, which first of all is just a complete kind of assumption and projection at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. you don't really know what people are thinking or what they want or, you know. So like um, I think that can also be really lonely too, that assuming and projecting because you're not actually having the connection. You're not – like to your point, you're not actually opening yourself up for – potential rejection, potential, yeah. like, I'm not available for this. And um, and I think that is a really, really, really important uh, part of, uh, I guess, connecting with other people is, like, opening up yourself to have someone say no to you, you know, or mm. allowing yourself the space to say no to someone else I, I, or to say yes. I, I don't know. But – yeah. I think right now more than ever, especially when it gets like colder out, like we were talking about with the weather and you can't really go so many places outside. I think it's really important to um, find community. And I mean, we've always talked about this here, but like find community or just even one person who you feel like you can talk to and just share authentically what you're feeling, even if it's not the the prettiest feeling you know Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I definitely feel like sometimes when I'm in the mood of like nobody wants to listen to me complain or no one wants to and you know to a degree like you can't be the person that always complains about everything like there's boundaries people but um it is it is like that feeling and that thought of that negative self-talk of like don't burden this person with my problems, right? And then feeling like, you know what? No, I'm not burdening them. I'm asking, I like to talk things out. That's how I process a lot of my feelings. And so learning that it's okay to open up to more people. It's okay to like let people in and not everybody has to be on the same page that maybe you are, you and I are on, you know what I mean? It's okay to have different types of friends because I feel like I'm a very all or nothing person and I'm working on that. I'm the same way. I'm all, I'm also a very all or nothing person. Like I met this new friend in my building and I love hanging out with her so much, but she's a mom of three and like I'm a mom of one. And Mm -hmm. That's very different. And so like last week I was like, hey, want to like do this and this and this? She's like, yeah, I'd love to. But I this week is really busy. So it's going to have to be like specifically next week and this time and whatever. And I know that in the past I might have taken that as like, oh, okay, like she don't like me or like she doesn't really want to hang out with me or whatever. But I was like, okay, yeah, she's just she needs to schedule things in a completely different way. And I was just like, cool. 
And she messaged me today and was like, hey, want to do this at that specific time? And, you know, and so I think you're right. I think it is really important to be able to have different types of relationships and friendships and understand that everybody is going through things. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. has different things and different ways that they need to connect and communicate. And that's no reflection on you. It's a reflection on them and their life. And that's okay. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had this lady that, or this woman that I walk with in my neighborhood. And she, I feel bad because she's always like, you want to go for a walk? And it happens that at that time I'm getting the kids off the bus or I'm doing things. And I'm like, I can't, like, I want to, but we have to plan this out further in advance. I have to like put you in my schedule because I can't just drop my kids and go. I would love to, but I can't. Um, But it's, um, you need to, you need to, you need to be in the calendar or you don't need to be in the calendar or, you know, I have a friend, God bless her. I don't know if she listens to podcasts. Hey girl. Anyway. Um, but we have been trying to meet up for coffee for a year, literally a year at this point. And something happens every time to one of us the day of, and we're both like canceling on each other, but we text back and forth. Like, how is it? How are you? How are the kids? All of that. She's got kids too. So sometimes life gets in the way and you just, you gotta do, gotta make do with other stuff. And one of my friends, actually, she does listen to the podcast. Love you. I'm not going to say your name, but she put me, um, in a group chat and was like, Hey guys, um, I've been struggling. I've really been self-isolating. I really need to reach out. And I thought that was so brave of her. She invited us to a book club because she wants that community. But I thought like you are such a badass to be vulnerable and say like, I'm struggling right now. I need help. And to, to come up with a creative idea and say, I really like reading. Would you guys do and support me and be in this community with me? Totally. I applaud that so much because I think I'm a pretty vulnerable person and I don't think I've ever done that. Like where I've ever reached out to especially a group and been like, Mm -hmm. I'm struggling right now. Will you support me in this way? Um, And that's, and I love the idea of being like, I'm struggling right now. This is how I could use support, like having a specific idea or activity because people do want to help. They just don't. I think some people get uncomfortable because they don't know how to help. They don't know the right thing to say. They don't know if they are helping by saying whatever they're saying. Mm -hmm. So that is a really good way to get support. And again, this all comes down to communication, right? And the ability to, um, and also self-awareness because Mm -hmm. sometimes it is hard to know what you need, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do we have any fun comments from the audience? There's, there's a ton. Um, okay. So, uh, so let me see. Alexis Piros says, I used to be afraid to be alone, but within the past year, I've grown to love it. It's just different since I've grown spiritually. Before I was afraid, but now I am content with whatever comes my way. I'm speaking as in a with a significant other, but I definitely strive on my connections with others. I need those connections to get through. Lexi says, yay to opening up to different types of friends and different types of relationships. Um... Yeah, I think, see, the the other thing I would say to Alexis's comment is, like, that is the, the thing. It's, like, 
Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm the type of person who whatever I've had more experience with recently, like I I get very adjusted to things, right? Mm -hmm. So I get adjusted to a certain type of norm. Mm -hmm. And if that norm shifts, I just get really freaked out in general. Like I don't don't like change. So I think it's really challenging. And here we can speak to this other aspect of loneliness for just a minute is like it's really okay sometimes we can be in situations where we we love the people we're with we love we love them to a degree now is this a romantic relationship yeah okay okay go ahead I just want to make sure I'm on the same same page go ahead I think romantic relationships specifically because they're so this is like oh our country in general, Americans, I feel like I hear deal with this quite a bit. And I'm sure other countries too, but I'm just, let's just say the United States. I feel like there's so many people and I've been in this situation as well where you're in a relationship, love the person, spend a lot of time with the person, you know the person really well and they Mm -hmm. mean something very important to you. But at the same time, there's a part of you that knows, okay, I need more here or this isn't working for me or whatever, whatever. You feel lonely in the relationship. Yes. But a lot of people would rather be lonely in the relationship Mm -hmm. than lonely alone. Yeah. Right? Because it's a different type of lonely. Yeah. Well, It's, it's also, like you're saying, it's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the change that... Yeah. A lot of times people are scared of. And so they're like, well, I know this level of discomfort. Mm-hmm. I know this level of, of being uncomfortable. And I'm going to just going to sit in this discomfort for a little bit longer because I don't know what to expect outside of this comfort. Yeah. 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 And that makes total sense. Like I get why this happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Because what if it's worse? What if it's worse than the discomfort I'm feeling with the person? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. I agree. Like I I know that I've been in situations where I know that I'm not happy and I know, you know, there's something more that I want. But I haven't left because I'm like, but I want to feel somebody next to me. I want Mm -hmm. to know that I'm going to get a hug today. Like – I Mm. want to know that I can share life with someone or like you're saying, especially in these times in the holidays when there's, you know, it's all about love and being together and exchanging gifts and all this stuff. It's like the when you're when you feel alone during that time, it's even it feels even lonelier, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. I just want to say, like, I really empathize with anyone who's in a situation where they're struggling to – because they don't want to be alone. Like, I just want to put out there that I think it's okay and that the – the worst thing to do is beat up on yourself for it and to just be compassionate with yourself because – like we said in the beginning of this podcast, it makes sense not to want to be alone. Does that mean that necessarily you should stay in this relationship 
no, it doesn't mean that. But it also doesn't mean to um, beat yourself up because you're still there and you still care about this person or you still want someone close to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a natural part of being human and it's a really, really hard thing in a society that specifically positions like your worth in this way. Like I I really feel Mm -hmm. like that's also part of our society's – story is like yeah. you're not anything unless like someone else says you are unless someone else is with you and validates you as like this lovable human being yeah and I feel like the next generations are working that out you know mm-hmm. but our generation or I'll speak for myself I know like my generation like I, we definitely did not have that worked out at all yeah yeah so. I mean I think a lot of the movies the ultimate goal is to be with somebody, right? The ultimate goal is to have or find your person. And I definitely feel like a lot of people ask me that question. When am I going to find my person? Um, Is this person the one? And what's interesting, I've lived a couple of different lives in this lifetime, but it's, interesting because I can remember being in relationships in the past and feeling like um feeling I let me let me be clear I'm talking about two specific people and I was with them for a really long time each of them and I remember feeling like this is my person right like this is it and then I remember the moment that it shifted it's almost like I could pinpoint ex- the exact moment that it shifted and remember feeling in the relationship like, oh, my God, I can't look at this person in the same way or this is now crumbling in front of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And feeling like I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to feel this with another human being again and feeling that devastation and that true like heartbreak. And then I look now that I'm a little older and I feel not that I'm super old, but now that I'm a little older and I feel like, huh, yeah, you think that when you're like a part of you is dying because like you said, it's that the normalcy, the expectancy, the I know what to, the comfort is gone, right? And then there is the abyss of being alone. And I use the abyss intentionally. Um, But you always have the opportunity to have community and people around you if you choose not to have a partner around you, you know? Mm -hmm. Because being alone does not mean you're lonely. And I think that's the big thing here because we can be lonely with a partner mm-hmm. and you can feel content and fulfilled without a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like being lonely isn't the, being alone mm-hmm. isn't the determining factor in being lonely or lonely yeah, or doesn't lonely. have to be because like you said, you can be lonely even when you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, hi, Carrie. Carrie just said, hey, beautiful mamas. I miss your faces. We miss you. Miss too. you, Carrie. 
Let's connect soon. Um, Definitely. So for anyone just going off on this and, and wrapping this up, for anybody who does feel lonely and you're wanting to connect, mm-hmm. uh, one way to do that is to connect through our community, our private Facebook group. I mentioned it in the beginning. I'll mention it again. It's called Inner Ooh. Bloomers. You have to search on Facebook. We'll, we'll let you in. And it's a really great place to meet others. Um, another great place, two other great places to connect with this community in particular is one via our Patreon Um, You can join for as little as $5 a month. It basically gives you access to a ton of bonus content and even private Zooms with us um, and uh, access to the Arcturian channeling that Ambie does and just some really Mm -hmm. cool stuff. So um, what's who did who who's being interviewed this month? Uh, We haven't um, we haven't voted voted thank you this was voting we haven't <laughs> voted yet um who but i month? did last month who did we interview we interviewed buddha buddha yeah so we do celebrity spirit interviews and uh what do we do like intuitive investigation intuitive investigation and let me look at my calendar here because i can tell you the dates of when we're gonna do those things uh let me see so we are doing the public conversation with the ARC-9 on Black Friday, the 25th of this month, November 25th, and the Celebrity Spirit interview on the 29th of this month. And I believe, let me check here. Yes, the intuitive investigation is going to be on the 17th of November, 2022. Great. So basically, if you guys want to be a part of this, if you guys want to vote on who to interview in spirit or what to intuitively investigate, uh, just sign up to be a Patreon. Like we said, you can sign up for as little as $5. You can cancel at any time, and there's tiers that go up from there. As well as that, we have our um, Evergreen Intuitive Development Course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, and it's a part of our uh, Super Bloom membership. And this is a membership that you can join at any time. You can join in on the course at any time. You take it at your own pace. And it teaches you all the ABCs, the XYZs, the one, two, threes of how to um, develop your intuition, how to do psychic work, mediumship work, how to do some really fun magic um, but also just how to connect with your intuition so you can use it practically in your life. Um, and we have weekly coaching you get access to and you get a whole community of other people who've gone through the course and who uh, you can do free readings with and exchange readings and practice. It's really, really mm-hmm. great. Um, so that's called Super Bloom. And uh, that is another way that you can connect with community and also connect with yourself. Get to know yourself a little bit better. So it's definitely a great, great tool, great community, if I do say so myself, to be a part of because you have something in common with with everyone already. You're all spiritual, right? You all have um, different abilities and things like that, or you believe you do, like you're intuitive. Of course you are. So it's nice. And you're all coming from the same area where you're starting basically on the first page. So it's really nice in that regard. So even if you decide not to join any of our communities, I highly recommend joining a community where you have something in common with the community members. So. Yahoo. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, wait, one more thing. We have to announce our uh, giveaway winner. Oh, um, yeah. We had a little contest uh, for basically if you submitted an iTunes review, we entered you into this giveaway um, where basically we're going to bring you on the podcast and we're going to uh, have you join us for an interview and you can either promote something that you want to promote or you, we could all just hang out and talk about life. Yeah. Um, so basically I put all the, um, reviews into a random number generator and we actually ended up, I know on the, the other one we said, we're like, we only have one review. We ended up getting several reviews. So thank you everyone. Thank you. Thank you guys Um, so much. But the winner, we randomly pulled a number from all. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, are you ready? My sound effects. Okay. I'm ready. Go for it. The winner is Sarah Williams. That was um, a good one. That was a good air. That was a really good one. And I'm just going to read her review real quick because it was really sweet. Um, she said <laughs> her subject line was, after one year, I am up to date, finally. <laughs> uh, she rated five stars. She said, last year on October 18th, 2021, I was going through a hard time and decided to go on a last minute road trip with a stranger. I started the, we need, well, we're going to interview her about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm I excited know. to hear this story because that's, yeah. that's a like, brave. Huh? That's a very vulnerable stranger. right there. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I started the podcast that day as I left Colorado, and by the time I picked up the stranger in Ohio, who is now my really good friend Kendra, I was hooked. Kendra and I listened to so many together across the U.S. as we both were going through a hard time, but you all brought us together. This podcast got me through such a hard time and continues to carry me day in and day out. I reference a lot of your show as well as share it with so many others who need a push depending on the topic. I've taken notes on the show. I've found weird coincidences. Like I've found that Alexa and myself are pretty similar and Ambie and I actually had a psychic attack on the exact same day in 2020. I listened, <laughs> I listened to the whole podcast from start and just finished today and listened to the podcast about the review, which was another coincidence. I feel very close to this whole community, even though I have been a ghost this whole time, but I wanted to get the whole experience and to watch and listen to the growth you both have had over the year or your time with the podcast was and is such an awesome experience. I'm so happy to be here in the present and start being a part of this community fully. Mm. So thank, thank you so you. much for that review. That's very sweet of you. Mm-hmm. Sarah, yeah, thank you. Your email is beautiful. And uh, yeah, you are the winner. So we will reach out to you. You'll get to come on the podcast. And I guess this community will be hearing more from you soon. And we'll Yay. hear about how you went on this road trip with a stranger. Because talk about – when Ambie said vulnerable, that is a real I – don't, I don't like that to drive really 45 vulnerable. minutes with a stranger if, like, yeah. I don't know them. I don't know I mean, they must have been person. online friends, right? They must have yeah. been online friends. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, well, I'm just excited. That is still very vulnerable. That is still very vulnerable because, I don't know, Alexa and I were nervous about meeting in real life, and we were, like – talking all the time so yeah and turns out that when we met in real life and when we are still together in real life we can't look each other in the eye it's a little <laughs> we're like it's like looking at the sun you're like it's very it's blinded i can't do it yeah <laughs> um it is funny i asked someone i had someone ask me is it true that you can 
read my soul when you look at my eyes? And I was like, yeah, that's actually real. And she's like, oh my God, don't look at me. And I was like, okay. All right. Don't look at me. Oh, is that why you don't look at me? Yeah. That's why I don't look at you. Why don't you want to read my soul? I don't know. I think I already have, you know, Oh, probably at this point, I feel like, no, no. Like, I already, I already have. have. It wasn't very good. It wasn't, it wasn't a t- page turner. It wasn't a very good story. No. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I just remember when I, fir- when I first met you in person, you had told me that when you looked at people's faces, you would see animals in them. And then you told me, you were like, yeah, you're, you're a bird. Yeah. Yeah. So. I do. Anyway. I remember that. I remember that. Good times. All right, guys. Um, love, love this combo. Um, sorry, I was just reading the comments. Okay. Love this combo. Love being here with you guys. Thank you for everything. And until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. <laughs>